Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 79. In this episode, we'll be talking about our hidden gem, the ring, epic gear, and introductions to traps, and wrapping it all up with the user-submitted Brewing Buddies. So let's kick it off with our hidden gem and the epic gear of ring. All right, guys, we are here with the KO King. How you doing today, Russ? Good, how are you? And the Global Guru, how you doing today, Zach? I am great. Um, I'm glad you guys could join us on this Black Friday after our shopping to record a uh, another episode of this and this one we're actually talking kind of like when you go black friday shopping you always want to find the hidden deals we're going to be talking about a hidden gem uh and this time it's a super rare which is usually kind of surprising because people pay attention to the super rares but we're talking about the ring just ring epic gear from Faerun under siege um and its ability is equip so you attach it to a character with the equip icon um and then equip character gains regenerate and then it also has a global. Um, pay one energy once during your turn. You may put an NPC dice from your use pile into your reserve pool on any face. And it's one of the few cards that has flavor text. So it says Ring of Regeneration. I have no idea what that means. Um, somebody else. It's flavor text, I'm sure. Well, yeah. I bet you somebody who plays D&T is like, KT, that's like one of the greatest things ever. Regeneration's <laughs> good, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Russ, why is this a hidden gem? Because nobody uses it. Uh, other well, than for the, other than for the global, right? right? But then they use the common like it, like it, like it you gets need more a lot than of the play. <laughs> it gets a lot of play, I think, when it was coming out. I remember everybody was very excited for the the global and that would it was on the super rare. And then when we found out that it was on is it the common? Yeah, it's the common. Mm-hmm. The then common. everybody was like, Well, you don't even need the super rare now. And yeah. it, it, it was actually my overlooked. my question that they answered. On the rules forum, yeah. and they basically ruled that the common and the super rare have the same global. So if you're just playing it for the global, you don't. You might think, "Oh, I'll just play the common," but that's I think why we're talking about it being a hidden gem because with these new things coming out, it's going to be more useful. Yeah, there's. I've always really liked this card, and with the new D and D set, uh, I pretty much as I was looking at all the cards, was looking for the little equip symbol. Yeah, you need that equip symbol to and, use this yeah, card. Yeah, and the adventurers are great. Right. Set. And the, especially now that they have more balanced monsters, you know, monsters you can actually knock out so the adventurers can get experience. I think that this is great because um, the regenerate keyword is, I think that's even kind of one of the more underlooked keywords out there too, right? Right. And the thing with this ring is it's got a max die of four. So that's four characters I can give regenerate to, which I've always thought is really weird that the it didn't get a lot of play because of the global. So everybody liked the global, but they would play the uncommon or, or the common and not the super rare. I've never been a fan of D-Wiz, but I always figured put a ring on D-Wiz and I can protect him and keep him in the yeah, field. It, it makes him so much harder to get out of the field because like, yeah. I'm back. So so I have a question for you then with Regenerate. I haven't used it a whole lot. So if you put this on a, a an adventurer and you knock out one of their characters on your turn, which also knocks out your adventurer, are you still going to get experience? Does it come back in time? Yeah, I think it would because it's at the end of the turn. Right. And so he's active. Back yeah. Before yeah, the end of the turn, active, right? right? So that's huge. And it's a replacement KO 
Right. So I think that might play into the whole like he doesn't really KO, but he does KO, but it it happens before. Yeah, the I end still of think turn. it has to resolve before the end of the right. turn. So yeah. yeah. So so that's really big yeah, because you you're you're basically keeping adventurers out there other than like D-Wiz that have these awesome abilities to get right. experience and get huge. Yeah. W- which makes me and it also thinks I think it thematically fits well too. I don't play D&D, but that totally makes sense that he has this magic ring that allows him to just try to kamikaze him and then he'll just come back to help the group some more. Right. The, yeah. I mean the the downside of using this ring on something like D-Wiz is that I can't keep fielding D-Wiz. So if there's something that I want, if I'm using the yeah, word, if, you if want there's to something targets, that I want yeah. to make sure is always, you know, blanked, then I think it's great. Um, but there's other things, especially in this new set. I really like the Azamar Paladin Rare. Um, that's the one that gives your NPCs plus two attack and one plus one defense when it's active. It's a three cost, so if you put a ring on that, that just keeps your sidekicks pretty buffed. You're going to be a three, a three two all the time with your sidekicks. So those kind of while active, I think are are what really works for the ring. It's really nice. I, I mean, it's really hard for them to get out. You have to regenerate. Um, I think they ruled you can't fabricate. I I should know that considering how much because I like it KO. replaces a KO right. and you're not you're not so, paying the cost, which is the KO. So, right. Yeah. And the elf druid, the common that's while active, if you have a dragon, gets experience using the ring with the t- cheap two three cost characters that you can equip it to the gain experience. I think is where it really shines, and there are very beneficial the human fighter common from. Uh, Fuss was the one I originally used with the ring because it discounts the ring by one while active. And then you put it on him to protect him. And then your rings are two and you get them all out there. Yeah. And and the one thing I like, because with adventurers, once you get, you know, one or two counters on, a lot of them become really hard to get rid of anyways. And what's great about it, since this is an equip keyword, what you can do now now they're probably well fielded on the field you you field another adventurer and you're like i'm going to at the start of your turn i'm going to switch it to the other guy keep him alive while you're building experience for that and soon you're just going to have a beefy raiding party of adventurers to you know do what you need to win the game oh you know you know speaking of that the switching around you could actually use 2d whiz and that ring to really oh yeah really manipulate what you blank and protect because you could Field one, switch it, and sacrifice and the other sacrifice one. Sacrifice yeah. the other one, so you could keep blanking and keeping your D yeah, protected. You actually so wouldn't even need to switch it, right? Be because well. the first one would remember what the second one comes in. So you, then you just right, sacrifice would, the second one, right? For so whatever. it'd be able to KO. You know, you get two of those going, and it would really. I think this is where it comes in, where you're trying to learn and be better with the equipment Mm -hmm. where it stays out there so another reason why i like this regenerate with the ring is i once i get four rings out unless they have something that removes equipment or an action die which not a lot of people play right i can make it really difficult to get rid of my characters especially especially with experience one of the things that i kind of miss or forget about this one is that it's gear and so it works with all of those things that trigger gear. In the new set, there's, I don't know how to pronounce it, but the Roz Sai is the end silent, Roz Nasai. 
where he has all three of them do something pretty good. The common, uh, when he's fielded, you can pay one, immediately attach gear to him. So you're getting this for pretty cheap. Throw it on there, give him regenerate. Um, the uncommon, he gets plus three, plus three. And then the the rare deals two damage when he's equipped. And when he dies, the gear stays, right? Yeah. Yep. So so you bring him back the next turn, equip it again, keep do, dealing some damage. Right, and his stats are pretty good for the plus three. And then if you went with, let's say... You go with the two pirates. I know the. I think it's the common pirates do plus three if they're both out there. But mm-hmm. you could you get plus three with the commons that with the ring because if they're equipped, you get plus three. So you throw this regenerating ring on those pirates. Their, their stats are pretty tough. Then you you put the third one on uh, Roz, and your characters are pretty buffed. I mean. I think it really gets overlooked how easy it is to buff characters with with gear. The ones that say, with gear, get this. And if you're going to play all three D&D sets, you throw out the sword too, which is kind of nice. Equip a sword and then they get, you know, it'd be another two. Yeah, that's so spot. It's so spot on in terms of like theme (laughs) for D&D. I can just imagine any of the guys decked out. Um, So, Zach, you're here, so we should probably talk about the global. I, I think... A lot of people use the global, um, but what you know? What are kind of the best ways to manipulate and use and abuse the so, global? I was gonna say because I I want to learn how to use this better because I have always felt the global is a little bit of a fizzle because mm. it never times right for me. So here here's one of the best ways to use it if you're not using other ways of of getting ramp except maybe you use something like a resurrection it's really nice because when you know you're gonna about to reload your bag you can use this global put something in your transition zone a sidekick because you're paying nothing and so it it allows you to load your bag with less sidekicks and so you use this get something out maybe a sidekick so you swap to a sidekick so 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 that's now two sidekicks that will not be going going into into your into your bag seven or eight exactly so So it's a good way um if you can time it right to thin your bag a little bit um it's a great way i know a lot of people use it to field sidekicks because you can swap it for a sidekick um and then field it you can use it alongside the new Professor X Global, so you can field two sidekicks at a time, which is great for all of those new ones like Jubilee, um, things like that. Which it, would it also triggers really a global paladin. Um, yeah, yeah, to get a bunch of sidekicks yeah. out there. But I think one of the best things you can't use it turn one to get that that uh, energy you, you need, but turn two when you have something in your use pile, and you're going for that big buy. Maybe you have four dice, maybe five, but you didn't roll that energy, you uh, could swap one, get whatever energy you need. And uh, so in in competitive times where you really need consistency, it allows you to uh, make sure that you're going to be able to buy what you need to. It always seems to be paired with resurrection, right? You always hear about ring res. I've never played that. I know it works well together because it kind of yeah. Keeps it you churning. can cite you can cycle some stuff and yeah you have to time it right. Um, but it's a good way to get a little bit of churn and not load, load sidekicks. I always much. run into the problem where I have nothing in my yeah I used. Uh, yeah I always yeah. time that really badly. But you you <laughs> you probably use it with other forms right. of ramp. And so it doesn't work like with PXG and things like that, where you're just leaving those things empty a lot of times, and you can't use this on your opponent's turn. 
So, you know, you have to plan for it and not have those other types of ramp. You have to actually have something in there. And, and it would be filling the sidekick, right? Because you well, would no, change you it. switch change it. it. Yeah, yeah, so it's in your reserve, yeah, reserve pool, right. and then yep. you can field it from there. Yeah. Uh, so the two, geez, you could use the Resurrection, the Asmir Paladin, and say like Super Rare Jubilee and Professor X. Yeah, or, or that, things those, like Boom when, Boom that triggers when you use a global. Right. So. But you're going to field two sidekicks a turn. Those sidekicks are going to be three, two characters, you know, so you're constantly yeah. doing and, that. And, and I don't know how many people will maybe switch to the new Quasar, the rare Quasar, because you pay the bolt and you can get a, a wild. So that, that might draw some people away from this one. But I think the main nice thing about this is that you can get that sidekick side. Yeah. I like I said I've actually I'm probably one of the rare that actually use this as the resurrection. I just like giving four characters resurrection and I regenerate. When, or yeah, regenerate. And when I use it, it I usually do bring four dice. Which the the is downsides the to down. me is that it's a max one, so you're only going to be able to no, use it four. Well, max four. It's max oh, this four. is max four. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's max four, but it's a three cost. So right. this, is it's a little I mean, cost. You're, it's you're, a little you're adding. Yeah. You're adding just one ability of regenerate for three cost. So you have to weigh that. You have to get double or triple use out of this. Yeah. It can't just be just giving it regenerate. You got to use it with something like when it when you use an action die or when you uh, equip something with gear. You have to have multifaceted use out of this. It's just not worth three for just regenerate, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I like it with the strong while active. You know, um, yeah, wall active, yeah. the wind fielded, not so much, or wind right. KO'd, not so much, but, but yeah, wall active, you, you need something out there. Yeah, if yep. you need something to sit out there. That's always good to have. I kind of wish it worked on other characters, but that may be alluding a little bit to our next or to our brewing buddies we have in this episode. But guys, thank you so much for talking about this because I do think that this ring is overlooked because any, you know, Zach, I know you love globals, but I feel like sometimes people just look too much at the red text and not. With the other, especially when it's a it. great red text, we all fall into that. You fall yeah. into that trap and totally. I'm sure a lot of people have is. played this without even reading the, the actual action ability. Yeah, yeah, and plus it's always cool when you say I have a super on my team. Yep, yep. So we will see you guys a little bit later in the show for our Brewing Buddies. Okay, guys, we are here with Alex, the semi-hibernating bike mechanic. Yep, it's, for, that, for, it's that time of for year. now. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so we're here, and I, I I like these kind of segments. And everybody, I, I swear, I start all these segments, but I like the ones where we kind of break the game down to kind of a core mechanic and work out and see what we can do with the mechanic. So this, especially such a new mechanic. Too. Yeah, yeah. So this one is we're talking about traps, and uh, so the definition of a trap is traps are action dice that move from the field zone. Um, move to the field zone when used, and stay there until triggered. So I, I always hear people always have asked that question about continuous dice and stuff. It's like, when do you technically use yeah. the dice? And it's when you move it to the field zone. So these so, are continuous dice with air quotes. Yeah, you yeah. can't see it, but yeah. I'm doing air yeah, quotes. They, they, be, they behave-ish like that. Exactly. Yeah, Continuous-ish. But continuous they do not ish, have yeah. the keyword continuous yeah. on them. Um, and then when the criteria of the trap dies trigger is met, you must immediately send the die to your use pile and use its effect. And that's all of the trap dice, not yeah, not just one you, in you, your field. Yeah, it's, you can't pick and choose because it says you must. So 
Yeah, so go. if you have four cobalt traps, you have four cobalt traps, and they all go off at the same time. Yeah, it's like in an Indiana Jones movie when he sets off a trap. It's not just one arrow. It's a room full of arrows mm-hmm. coming at him. Well, oh. and we also do have to remember some of the traps do have um, max die of less than four. I think it was the poison dart trap. Um, <laughs> yeah, the poison dart trap uncommon has a max of one. I think a couple of the poison dart yeah, traps I'm, might I'm, be max of two. Yeah, I'm looking at this. I think the dragon, the dragon, dragon, dragon statue, is, there's one of them one. with one. Yep, the rare. Yep. I have it in my hand. It definitely has max one. Yeah. So. so, yeah, and one of the great things about these traps is I think they did a really, really good job of breaking down the ability where you have your um, tra- you have the trap keyword, then you have your trigger, and then you have your effect, and mm. they're clearly marked, which each does for all of them. And honestly, I, I feel like the trap cards are one of the least confusing new abilities in, in this game ever. Like, I think the pirate abilities are no man because Yandu <laughs> could still be a pirate. <laughs> That's yeah. a fun little argument we've been having. Yeah. I'm just yeah yeah I'm just. Anyways, I'm, we're on traps. Yeah, we're talking yeah, about we're, traps. we're talking about traps. So um, That's an be, argument yeah, for over beer. Yeah. Before we go into the actual traps and stuff, I, I kind of want to talk about quote unquote support stuff around it. Yeah. Like, like counters. So because. You'll notice that there are how many traps are there? There are a fair amount of traps. So um, when you're playing in a, one, in a draft, two, three, four, four traps. One of them doesn't say trap in the title. It's called Green Devil Mask. <laughs> yeah, because it's a trap. It's, it's like, a trap. It, 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 it's that that one is um uh it's the mask. Jim carries mm, the mask. Yep. So when you put yep. it on, <laughs> so what? So one of the things that you're gonna have to deal with is how to counter these since people will play them like i know one of the green devil masks is like my favorite trap it's um, yeah that, is, that will definitely be the one we talk about the most yep so <laughs> so we've kind of broken down the two counters that we found one was the skeleton key which is the common mm-hmm. it says when fielded you may move target trap die in the field zone to its owner's use pile um zach used that to great effect um, so yeah, it's it's a great one if you're especially in set and it's a common, so you can most likely get it if yeah. you're afraid of other people playing yeah. traps. I, it's I, worth I, I I also kind of like it too is if you're playing an attuned team and you have a trap. Yeah, and you have like four of them. You're like, well, it would be great if I could knock mm-hmm. something out. You use yeah, this because it doesn't say opponents. <laughs> yeah, it can be any. Trap. You can use that to cycle it again, and you know, hopefully. You're not going to lose anything out if you have. Yeah, and and just traps. to mention the the skeleton key co- uncommon and rare are soft counters. To yeah, they're they're the more traps. reaction because the trap's yeah. going to do its thing, mm-hmm. and, but you get a bonus. Exactly, you get happens. a bonus yeah. for the trap triggering. So it's it can either be a soft counter or a buff if you have it on your own team. Yeah, yeah, and then so the other one is the Tabaxi Rogue Greater's Lord's Alliance, and is this the uncommon? Uncommon. Uh, yep. 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 When fielded, move target opposing trap die from the field zone to the use pile. So it's pretty much the pretty same much effect. Pretty much the same um, thing. And then also to mention the Acerarak, uh rare, he costs two less for each construct, construct undead, trap, or Rosnai die in your field. So again, another um, yeah, uh, kind of that's uh, a that's a support card for your own team if you if you're going to go for him. Um, Because he's a seven cost with awesome stats. Yeah, and then so kind of talking about little buffs and stuff. I think the the tomb dwarfs, all of them kind of do something that you may want. But I think the one correct. Yeah. So we have the common. It's like while tomb dwarf is active, active 
trap dice cost you two less to purchase. Who doesn't love discounts? I think as, I think as we're recording dwarf. on Black Friday, <laughs> this is the Black Friday card in the set. I think the uncommon or the common tomb dwarf is definitely the way to go and draft uh, to reduce that cost, especially if you get the Green Devil Mask or or one of the other four costs. Like Cobalt Trap, who cares? It's a one cost, but <laughs> like the Green Devil Mask is a four cost, and it's worth having. Um, the uncommon tomb dwarf allows you to pay one energy to prep a trap die once it's activated. So so yeah, the uncommon is when one of your trap die, dice triggers, you may pay one generic energy if you do prep that trap die instead of moving it to use pass. So mm-hmm. it's sort of like um what am I thinking of um Mr. Miracle or uh, the, the Scarlet Witch that you can pay Baron Zemo. And Baron Zemo, yeah. Yeah, so the the uncommon I think so if you're going expensive traps, the common's the way to go. If you're going cobalt trap, like the one cost traps, the greater undead is the way to go. Because those cobalt traps are something you want to have in the field constantly. Yeah. Um, and then the rare is Wild Tomb Dwarf is active. You may reroll your trap dice an additional time during your roll and reroll step. This one was made for me. Yep. And, and really only you. <laughs> it's it's useful, but is it really yeah, necessary? It, and, and the thing is that I, I think it's okay, but there's an adventurer that allows you to pick any dice yeah. you want to reroll. So I... I mean, I, think, I, I, I like how they have it in the set that they, they seem to kind of double up on some of the things. Mm-hmm. Like, there's two removals, and then yep. so for this is like there's one a general reroll, and then this one's more of a specialized. So I kind of like that because when you're drafting, you're not guaranteed to get the card I, you made. I think if the rare was a three cost, it would be worth having. But I think being the same cost as the common and uncommon, it makes the the common and uncommon more likely to be your first pick. Yeah. All right, so now we can actually move into some of the traps. So these aren't all the traps that we have in the set, but these are the ones that kind of caught our eye or found you know pretty good use. These are the it. ones that I would look for in, in draft for sure. Yep, so the first one we have is the dragon statue trap, and the trigger is an opponent attacks you, and then in effect you may pay the... Um, you may pay X. X. X to deal X damage to opposing character die. So if you had four energy left, you can pay four and you'll deal four damage to each of the opposing characters. So it's like a defensive a defensive breath weapon. It's an excellent way to remove their field. You know, if you don't have any yeah, attackers or defenders out there, you it, leave energy and it's a great way. Yeah, what's great about this is because I think the Yanti, her highest defense is three... If I remember right, I think it's one one two. Oh yeah, so it's it's super low. They pure yeah. blood because there's yeah. there's like multiple yonts. Yeah, yeah, the, the the pure blood. So sure, they can use an a, an action die to make them unblockable. But if they attack, they're gonna get mm-hmm. KO'd, which is exactly. always good. So those are kind of good counters to have um, with that. And I I really kind of wish this would work on your turn, but it makes no sense in terms of the <laughs> theme of the trap. Yeah, but that's just me getting greedy about getting experience <laughs> oh yeah for sure experience wise that would yeah. be. but so, then you just have a dragon and do breath weapon so yeah. um and then so let's see we our rare we have is the dragon tra- um, statue trap the paragon trap again the trigger is when your opponent an opponent attacks you and the effect is roll all dragon dice in your use pile field any that roll a character dice face for free return the rest of your use pile and then on the double burst side also prep this die when triggered so you can send it back to get yeah, used again. it's fielding things for free is always good. Fielding dragons for free is especially even better. <laughs> and it, this is only a two cost. It's only so, a two cost. Yeah, so it totally makes sense why it's only max die one. Because mm, imagine if you have yeah. four of these, that'd be so bad. Well, and then you have the the uncommon uh, tomb 
Tomb Raider or whatever that allows you to move it back over oh, for yeah, pain yeah, and energy. Yeah, and the, so. the Tomb Dwarf. So, well, yeah. yeah, that's and, and and actually, I'm thinking of the dragon statue. Even the uncommon is actually, if you're playing, if you know everybody else got dragons mm-hmm. and you manage to get, I think it's the white dragon that has the anti breath weapon on it. Correct. So you could use that. You don't have to buy the white dragon but you, if you know they're about to attack with all your dragons save your energy wait for that trap to trigger uh it, cause it has it, to be in the use pile is it from the um, use pile let me let me double check uh, but i'm pretty sure oh no it is yep, unpurchased yep. character die yep so so you pull it off the card and then you can do the anti-breath weapon and what's great about that is if you're lower in life it only costs one energy to cancel out breath weapons so that's that's a great i think a great defensive mechanism when you're playing against a lot of dragons correct yeah it's that's a good one uh you know it goes back to the card at the end of the turn so it and that one has max four so you can or does it have max four uh, my app yeah. says it has max four i'm gonna believe yeah. that it so, doesn't yeah. have max four though i i think it max because all the rest of them are max one aren't they uh maybe the uh, one i have in my my pack that i opened tonight was definitely max so uh, the common max is max is max four and all the other ones are max one gotcha yeah, uh, that's right i don't think i looked at them because when you're doing the double draft you can ignore max dice exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> um but yeah I, I i i i was like that so let's move on to we've mentioned this 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 trap a couple times now all right it's the cobalt traps um, so let's start out with the common one, the the lesser trap. The trigger is an opponent fields a level two character die effect. Choose one of your unpurchased character die with a purchase cost of two or less. Move that character die to your field zone on its level two side. I feel like in a draft, this may not work that well because getting low cost characters is a little bit harder. Yeah, but especially if you had, in this set, there's yeah. not a whole ton. Yeah, if, but in a constructed team, I, I could see the potential for this. I know that Jared and I are... I don't know. I just don't... It's To me, it seems like an 11th card at that point in a constructed setting. For your opponent to field a level 2 character, like that's only one side of their die. That's a pretty low percentage chance. So while, yes, its effect is good, purchasing a 2-cost character for free and fielding it for free immediately, that is nice, I just... I, I disagree with you on how good this one is. I don't know. You could get some of those guy gardeners out quick. Uh, yeah. yeah, if you if your opponent fields level <laughs> yeah. two characters yeah. for sure. So, and, but and, and like I, part of the reason why we kind of like this one is Jared and I we are constructing this team where you can't really field level one or level three character die, so it's forcing you to <laughs> level two character yeah. die. So, but it still has a to roll on level two, so. I, I do agree on your team. It probably would be fun. I, I'm still on the fence on whether it's a great one. All right. So I like the I like the uncommon the best. Uh, your opponent fields an adventurer character die. Purchase one of your character dice with Swarm for free and place it straight into your bag. I like this one because in the draft, they're going to purchase an adventurer. I don't think I've played one single draft game where there hasn't been an adventurer on the team on the other side. I think this is the more guaranteed thing than the common. I think the two costs in this set are mostly swarm characters. So why not just have the guarantee instead of the the field on level two? Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah it's, I, I think both of them, it's, it's tricky because it's a specific... I think set, I, yeah. I think out of set yeah. this is this doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, this doesn't really mean anything. Out of set it doesn't really mean anything. In set I think it's the best one. Yep. All right. So let's talk about 
this is the, our favorite trap. So we'll, should, we'll, should we save this one for the end because it is the uh, is probably we, the best one? Well, or do you want to just get into it? Let, let let's just get it. Well, yeah, let's save it to the end. So because the other one we have, well, it, it's the same card. It's just the d- different rarities. Yeah. So true. it's the green devil mask and then the paragon trap, which I believe is the rare. The rare, yes. Um, the trigger is three or more of your character dice are KO'd during an opponent's turn. And the effect is return all friendly character dice KO'd this turn to your field zone at level three. I think this is dumb because who who KOs their characters, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it's on your opponent's turn, so it may not be as useful for someone like the KO King. Oh, it's going to be useful it, it will for be him. Useful for like, sure. Somehow he's going to manage to do this and steal like 21 characters. I, somehow, <laughs> somehow. But, I mean, it's always a great thing when three or more of your character dice are KO'd on an opponent's turn, return them to the field at level three. That gets around a lot of fielding cost. I know in... Uh, the X-Men first class set, there's the three-cost Sebastian Saw that's blank, and it's a zero one three fielding cost, and on its level three, it's 6-6 six, six for a three-cost. That's pretty awesome yeah. stats. This would be a great trap to use with something like that because you get to field it for free on level three, whereas if you don't have this trap, it goes to your prep area, you might roll it on level three, and then you have to pay three to put it back in yeah. the field. I, I also I, I like this because it gives you more incentive or more reason to block a character. Absolutely. Because, sure, they'll, they'll be KO'd, but you might even be spinning your characters up when it comes back. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, sure, you don't want to play it with any awakened characters because, well, you don't want them at level three, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, I would have said definitely no it, Many characters. a time I've had let's, I've let stuff through because I just couldn't afford to have a, a while active character or something mm-hmm. disappear before my turn starts. Yep. Where this is going to make it more, I'm like, okay, sure, I can block with him. He'll come back. Yeah, definitely. You know, I can think of like the mimic or something like that that you'd want to keep in your field. Yeah, somehow. Um, and it, all right, so for the last one, this one the is the best trap of them I, all. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's the best or not, but this is definitely my favorite one because I it, think this it is, is tier super... one A class <laughs> rated best yeah. card in yeah. the game. Because potentially it, it becomes so super impressive. And what we're talking about is the Green Devil Mask, the lesser trap, the common, which is the nuts part, right? Yep, the common. common. The trigger is your opponent has four more active character dice, and the effect is your opponent must re-roll all of their active character dice, move any that roll an energy face to their use pile. That last sentence is what is the icing on the cake. It's moving it to the use pile. Yep. Like I'm absolutely. I'm. How many times have you kind of used like the rare Batman? They've re-rolled it, mm-hmm. and then like in my case, when I was playing against Jared, I'd play a mask ring team. Well, I have blink transmutation on my team, so it rolling to a mask is almost the same as me having a blocker out there anyways, mm-hmm. where I just pull, pull back his Batman and now he can't do shenanigans. Exactly. With it. Exactly. Yeah. The, anything that's board clear is great. Anything that's board clear that also forces your opponent to play around it is even better. That's the big thing about this is I was playing one of our local guys, Yuri the other day and he he came up with this elaborate strategy to only have three characters in the field at a time. So he'd like <laughs> he'd put out his Yanti Pure Blood that has a tune, and he'd use Magic Missile do the damage to me, and then he'd use the Magic Missile Global to kill the Yanti Pure Blood, and then he would field his other character. And so he was just kind of ruining his own defenses to get around this trap. And then when the trap actually triggered the one uh, the second time, he rolled all level three characters, and it hurt me in the end. But <laughs> you know, so there is yeah. some of that risk yeah. reward to but, this. You know. But for the most part, like 
I've used this trap before and it's cleared the entire field and it's excellent. Yeah, well, well, it's great too because especially when you're playing drafts, people tend to t- wall up. Either they're mm-hmm. putting out, out their sidekick so they can cycle through their character dice or they're just walling over with their cheap characters. You use this, you can clear that out and ca- and one, gunk up their bag because now they've got to go yep. through and just reduce the number and be aggressive because I like using these with adventurers too because sometimes you just need that one adventurer to go through since it's like uber damage. Exactly. And so the, like, the secret pro tip for this one i think is that it's not always the greatest to have in the field all the time having it in the field makes the opponent play around it but if you buy it later and let them have a wall built up they won't expect play it, it yeah. you know they have 12 characters and guess what probably half of them are more going to the use pile it's you know it because it triggers as soon yeah, as there are four, triggers, yeah. Yeah. So, just so four or more active. So if they have eight active and you play the trap, guess what? It triggers. Boom. Yeah. So I love it. Um, and so those are kind of the traps that caught our eye. So Alex, thank you so much for kind of talking about traps. We want to hear from you guys at home. Which traps do you like? Which traps do you not do you agree like with like traps? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just, I just, I, I'll tell you, I have a deep, dark fear of me getting my foot stuck in a bear trap. So like I like traps in games, but real life I'm part of. Me, I've part played. Of me is, I've played with those bear traps so many times in my environmental education yeah, days that yeah. like I just they're yeah. not they're not you if you're quick you're you're fine. I'm not quick. That's a problem. <laughs> so <laughs> all right, Alex. We, so um, yeah, if you we want to hear from you guys, shoot us an email doubleburst at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Um, Alex, we will see you in a second to brew a team. All right, guys, we are back with the full crew. We have Zach, the global guru. How you doing? I'm good. We have Russ, the KO King. Hello. How you doing? And we have Alex, the traveling bike mechanic. We don't really have a nickname for you, but it, there's always a bike involved. Yeah, exactly. So. I, ri- I ride bikes. I work on bikes. <laughs> it's right. life. All right, so it is time for another Brewing Buddies, and this was sent in from one of you guys. So keep in mind, you always can send in Brewing Buddies and... Uh, our list is getting a little low, so if you guys want to send it in, you might hear it pretty soon. Uh, we did win a WKO with one of our brewing <laughs> or, buddies. Or, or, well, or we did win. Inspired it, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, we inspired it. Uh, so, um, if you do want to send one in, just put the subject or just say, "Hey, this is for brewing buddies," and you can do that. Double burst at ktdata.net or facebook.com forward slash double burst. Um, we will get that. So, this one was sent in by Christopher E. And it says, hi, hey guys, I'm always excited to hear your thoughts on the latest cards, but also how these interact with favorites from older sets. One of your podcasts' favorite cards from the Batman set was the rare Holly Quinn. You've expressed interest in her often and consistently state how effective she is on the right team. Well, do you think you guys could come up with the ultimate rare Harley Quinn team for a Bring Buddy segment? Um, And that's Christopher E. So, Chris... Um, we're going to go off the rails, and we're not going to talk about the rare Harley Quinn. We are going to talk about the promo Harley Quinn, which is the same Harley Quinn. because <laughs> um, it has dope art. Yeah. So. You can't get it in foil, though. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So there's a debate on if you like the um, animated it's series not, Harley Quinn or I mean, if you, if you ever go to tournament events, you probably have five or six of these anyway. Right? <laughs> I know I have quite a few. Well, I don't think everyone plays as often as you do, Zach. Oh, that's yep. true. Yep. So, so if you guys aren't familiar with the rare or the OP Harley Quinn's ability, it says, while Harley Quinn is active, at the beginning of your turn, if you control at least two different villain character dice, your opponent loses one life and you gain one life. What's great about this is Harley Quinn is already a villain. 
Um, yeah. So where 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 should we start? Like, what what's a good pairing? To so have with her? so I'm just I was trying to think of. I was like, all right, if this is the the main thing you want to build around, what would you do? I I think it it's slow, right? I mean, yeah, because you're it's once it's, once on your turns, turn, so it's not even turns, both turns like, you can't yeah. do this, but you're gaining life, so that's good. I think you would go control route. You try to just control the yeah. game as much as possible, shut them down, and just. I mean, you could throw in some other offensive things to deal some more damage. Maybe, uh, like a. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of ways to do damage, like maybe a Nobby and things well, like that. Well, I, you want yeah. a, you want a villain yeah. team, right? Yeah, what, what, so other ways to do damage. But if you're trying to truly build around this one card, I think you got to do control so they so might win you. Would, would, My favorite pairing. I think is it's the same Lex one. Yeah. Luther Greed. Oh, like, so yeah, I like Lex Luther. But when I think about this combo. I like Lex Luthor as kind of like a third one, but the second one I always like putting down is the Uncommon Lissa Drac. Yeah. Because, I knew you were going to say that. Cause, I, cause, it really yeah. came to me. Because that's a good, it is a good she's, pair. She's cheap. Harley's cheap. You can get them out pretty effectively, and then that's you know, the control piece right there. Yeah, with so the, say what it does. With the, well, do you remember Lissa what? Drac, it's a so, lot of burn. She, you can name a character, and it's two yeah. life, right? Yeah, so at so while Lissa Drac is active, at the beginning of your opponent's turn, name a character. Your opponent must pay two life to feel that character die. So it's a payment, which is... Always, you know, I like it. Doesn't work burn, with cube yeah. either of yeah. these. They they don't, they don't work, work with cube, cube, but it gets around a lot of other things. Yeah, which, but that's three which damage good. at least every turn if they're filling characters where they're you're constantly mm-hmm. refilling. Yeah, and then you put the Lex Luthor greed on there. You're just so, running through your bag. So I, I, I like it. that they're while active things too. So you don't have to keep trying to refill things. You get them in there in the field. You're controlling stuff and you're doing. I was you're, you're my working. my first my first thought went to Modok just because of his high defensive values and the rare Modok well active opposing character dice not may not be spun to a higher level with all of the awakened stuff from X Men First Class like that would yeah potentially that would be, be a good, good one. one so like you there. if you're doing just like control villains uh, common Scarlet Witch just to prevent the the rolling of yep. actions one of, kind of in that same light which. Maybe it would work with Modoc, but you put Blob in there too. Really, any yeah, of Blob. them. Yeah, just really start any stealing, them, right? Their, yeah, steal their stuff. So you can either steal their, their sidekicks, uh, capture a die, or stop them from fielding stuff. So pick and choose whichever one. But then you could throw in like a Cal L Global too. So you're getting Modoc, you're getting that one out. And then when the time comes and you need to attack, oh, you, you can swap. That's, actually, that's, a, that's use a, that you new... use it with the Green Devil Mask trap. So it uh, for, so the max will they'll have is three on the field unless yeah. they want to start re- risking start re-rolling stuff, yep. which causes, you know, a lot of more imbalance too. Yeah, that's a good one. That's why it, I love that trap. It's not a villain, but it's a cool it's a, it's addition an awesome to trap. It, right? You know, I may be interested in, uh, I forget the new, especially if you're going to use Lex Luthor and these other shields. Because um, the Lex Luthor, the reason I like to pair it is it, you get an extra die if you have more life than your opponent at the start of the turn. So it kind of no, it's definitely a you great switch pair. that and then you start. So you're the thinking new, of the Fenthaza, right? Yeah, when fielded. You're when, shielded. Your shield character dies have attack equal to their defense. Right. Oh, that is actually pretty so, good. So you get Blob or Modok out there, and instead of using the global to switch, they're, where my they're opponent always is, you know you know what could. you know what card really I think goes with this is the shredder Araku Saki. while shredder is active each person each player loses one life at the start of their turn you're now taking two away from them and you're negating the the one what's that his shredder cost spent. though isn't he like that's a seven, seven. Yeah. Six. 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 six cost 
So you're not doing it fast, but if you're controlling stuff and you get that later on. Yeah, I mean, you're you're they, gaining the life, but you're now doing two. So you do Shredder, uh, Lissa Drax, and the Harley Quinn. There's five damage or four damage every turn or four loss of life every turn. It's, it's a nice vampire team, just slowly draining them, yeah. making them lose life. <laughs> yeah, I like the green mask or the green mile, as I like to call it. I think that's... <laughs> I mean that's gonna be really good with that uh with the with Lissa and Harley. You know, you you kinda get that and I think you you are looking at shields. So another thing that you could throw on here, I mean, it's low hanging fruit, but you could definitely put a ring on this. Right, you just yeah. kind of yeah, a, a lantern ring. Right, we, lantern, we talked about the yeah. lantern, lantern ring. ring. Sorry, so you you kind of drain life and then you attack with lantern ring. And I think uh, Blob and uh, Modok are good additions. Ooh, I just the thought- Riddler, the Riddler from World's Finest, uncommon. While he's active, before your opponent's clear and draw step, name a non sidekick die for each of those die drawn. The Riddler deals one damage. That could be good, and then throw a cube on it. Like we always say, throw a cube on it. Yeah. Um, and if you I, liked, you should have put a cube on it. I, I actually, I actually just thought saw saw on our list. Um, if you want to get this to trigger quickly, so say you just need the Harlequin, the Quicksilver with Impulse, where you pay a bolt. If you do so during your next oh, main yeah. step, he oh. fields automatically, so you don't have to wait for that second villain to cycle through your bag. You yeah, can get you it. get him yeah. out right yeah. away. That's a good idea. I didn't realize he was a villain. And that one. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm yeah. looking at all villains right now because well, and awesome. uh, actually. Uh, Scarlet Witch is she a villain? Yes, Scarlet Witch is a villain. So she would actually pair really nice with for a competitive. She would pair really nice with uh, Harley Quinn. Just those two out alone could be pretty annoying. The uncommon penguin as well from World's Finest. While the penguin is active, when a non-villain character dies, fielded the penguin deals one da- damage to that character. No, the the common one that deals one damage to the player that fielded that. If you have an all villains team, that might be one to put on there. Yeah, and and if you're if you're like Russ, you, you, I, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned this one. But the, the collector, he's a villain too. Oh yeah. So you get well, you, <laughs> that could give you a lot more <laughs> options. As yeah, because well. because you know you're probably building for control, but then start stealing a little bit here from there from your opponent and turning the tides on them. Yeah, I mean my my team with this would probably be Scarlet Witch, um, collector. And who are we talking Shriek. about? Shriek. What about Shriek? That's she's a villain, uh, right? I'm, I mean, you get her out <laughs> off the I'm off Shriek, man. You have to have her though. No, so you, you get don't. her in the field. Here's the, the thing though. Woman. Think of you this don't though. Need her. You just have those two. So you, if you, if you're truly building around Harley, you have her, you have Shriek, you've named their Shriek probably and just canceled each other out. And then from there, maybe you go control route like a blob, Modoc, something like that, uh, Lex, and then you just do Nobby over and over. And and then throw a green mask maybe in there as a trap. I I really like that. I mean, it's probably a little bit more of a knobby team, but that Harley Quinn it definitely makes them think and have to to worry about. See, it. I would I would uh, I don't like Shriek. I think you go down the. But you have to do it. No, you don't have to do it. <laughs> that's an argument for another time. Yeah, that's yeah. an argument then for another episode. Your Harley Quinn. You go down the and rabbit that's hole. That's fine. Around. But if you Shriek the Harley Quinn, then I've got. I I would probably put uh, collector on there, maybe knobby, but I would probably put boom boom on there. I'd have one boom boom dice, and the collector, 
And then probably, I know it sounds really crazy, but Scarecrow. Oh, trees. why would you do that? <laughs> but see, then you're, then you're I, I don't know. Like, I just see that as you're now building a whole different team. I'm, I'm thinking of this thematically collect, where I want to build I'm, around her. But so How can I make her work? And you have to have Shriek to protect her. But Collector and I don't have to have Shriek because then I've got other wind conditions is she, around. Is she a mask? And she's not going to be the... Is Harley Quinn a mask? I think so. Yeah. And if she actually is the one you're blinking, then it opens up options. But if she's not, then it is going to drain you. Um, yeah. Ooh, so I, I would probably play in that way. And honestly, I still think that you have enough open there, and that this seems like a whole nother team. But I would probably play around with maybe some dragon stuff with the Ring of Winter. Yeah, I I, I like it. So if you're going cheap cheapies, like in terms of just like small characters and stuff, I I, I just realized the spot with infiltrate for yeah. two costs again more shields. Mm-hmm. So you may want to do that. And if you can do that and keep their field down with that um, green mask, you could be infiltrate damaging too a little bit and just. Picking yeah. away slowly at it. I is think the, green mask is is a fun one with this. Is the madam mask the one that? It's a mask. Yeah. Yep. Is it a villain? Yeah, she's a villain. Yeah, so she's a villain. When active, you can't use when fielded you, effects. Yeah, your so. opponent's when fielded abilities do not trigger. I'm surprised Kevin hasn't mentioned the superwoman that he loves to play that costs uh, yeah, pretty cheap. Yeah, so that's it's not what, a well active, but it's a good yeah, one to have in yeah, the field. The drawback with her is when you get her, she's so expensive to field. Yeah, you have to <laughs> like, field her at some point, maybe multiple that's times, true. and you've paid for her like four times over. Yeah, well, she's good for quick, but she's so expensive to field. So when I, when I uh, was doing like drafts and stuff, so if you're playing this Harley and want to do maybe inset type of thing with batman i remember really liking the common batwoman with this one it was a flip one. Oh uh, yeah so it's uh when fielded or that's not the that's nope. the starter i think right nope. the, the, the the other side oh yeah right there so yeah on the flip side while batwoman is active when your opponent draws two or more non-villain sidekick dice batman deals batwoman deals them two damage so it's kind of that same idea where again you're just slowly shields. pinging them out the, uh you keep her on that villain side so you you're constantly having the two villains out there and it's just slowly burning them out. And then you just kind of put some control pieces around, yeah, you know, you throw in, a, you throw in another Jervis touch, which out. is another yeah. Huntress to, to ping some stuff. out. I will or, say that it, it sounds slow, but if you get Lissa Drac and Harley Quinn, yeah, that three, adds out, it hurts them. It's pretty fast. Um, that's only were, seven turns. Now I, I'm also saying if you can open it up to golden, Oh, <laughs> Black Manta is really dirty. On this. <laughs> well, of course. Oh yeah, villain team around that. The the other one, if we're going back down the control route, the uncommon Thanos from Guardians of the Galaxy. He's a seven cost. He costs a lot to get out, but you're not going to move him from the field, and he does four damage almost every turn. Yeah, he's you, you could also one. go Dark Side. He's a villain, and uh, he would probably have you you know lead into other things, and it's, you're probably Swarm building a different. <laughs> You're building a different team at that point, but yeah. if you can protect them, that that'd be a pretty. You good know what I'd be interested in trying on this would be uh, maybe some sidekick stuff, and I that super rare that brings the two characters out that are three three. That one interests me on something like this from the, where, from the new D and D from the new D and D where you're you have a few control pieces and then you bring in three three characters and attack. So it's kind of that. When I saw that card, that's kind of where I leaned toward. That card is cool. 
if you can keep sidekicks in your use pile, which I could not. <laughs> right. So, you know, and maybe something like Jubilee's not a villain, but if I get Lissa Drac and uh, Harley Quinn out and then Jubilee and then I have Professor X, maybe the ring like we talked about, then I'm filled in sidekicks, I'm attacking with sidekicks, then I'm burning you. You know, that's a, a kind of a way to look at this too is is have my burn and then have my attack. And especially if I get that green mile out, then <laughs> then you're just, you're going to be in trouble because you don't have those characters and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I so think some of, the, uh, some of the other things you got to think about, like let's say this gets popular, there's that uh, villain remover global. That, yeah. that that could really but the hurt timing the is weird on that because you couldn't you could yeah, you, you couldn't oh, actually yeah, 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 yeah you couldn't remove it yeah remove that, it in time. like I was I've been thinking the whole time what about adding a villain creator but it doesn't work you because wouldn't be able to do it in time that's true turn. yeah so that's kind of nice that it gets around that you just got to make sure she survives I, I know she yeah. doesn't have the best yeah right. I think stats. I think you really need to put you know maybe like a raven on it that something that will protect her yeah yeah and that's that's the thing that I I. The reason why I, I think a lot of us like this card, I know Ken and I like it a lot, mm-hmm. is because it highlights the strength of the villain's affiliation. Because, I mean, we've oh. built like five teams now. <laughs> we yeah, yeah. well, I mean, <laughs> realistically, you can go, you can go a lot of different ways yeah. with just one card. Yeah, realistically, and, this is a two-card combo with any other villain that you want to have active, and then you build a six-card team around it. Like, this is your timer, and then the rest of your team is I think one of really the, puts the pressure There's another on. way. So think of it. We're always thinking of just the ping damage, but you could think of it the other way is, all right, what's ways I can take damage so I can ensure that I'm healing and taking advantage of that? Like mm-hmm. the Rocket Raccoon. I know he's oh, not yeah. a villain oh, yeah, and stuff, yeah. but you're constantly pinging yourself. But no, because you're Luke. losing life. I know, but, but then you you're healing it. Turn, you yeah. you, you oh, gain it again yeah, on your next turn. turn. Yeah. So because it always seems like whenever I play this, it's like, oh, they hit me for twenty, I'm dead or something. But if I can cons- consistently ping myself and him, like Luke Cage, Global Rocket Raccoon, different things like that, vicious struggle, different ways to kind of hurt yourself, but but recover but, yeah, from it recover. over time. If you have really good ramp, which there's a lot of in the game right now, that I think six seven costs isn't that absurd yeah, just with that greed once um, you get that greed going you know if you could get thanos out that which deal one for damage deal for damage was saying yeah, yeah. i mean you would you'd be sucking <laughs> the life yeah. out of him that's, so that's fast almost five almost five damage every turn depending on how many of whatever character you name they bought like it's, so and the, the other thing about but you could her, do the same thing cheap with nobby you get two or three yeah villains out there control pieces and you just cycle him or you get collector out and then you knobby you know you get to do that twice per turn i have to do some tests and see yeah. which is faster yeah well you get to do it just buying him outright or going my, collector and well collector you've got to remember i can do it on my turn and your turn yes but so. it's more expensive and you're a little more vulnerable because they take you, out collector and that's why it hurts you that's why you use boom boom because if they do... But that's another piece that adds to it, rather than just, just buying the knob. <laughs> no, because see, it. Boom Boom's a two cost. So you just bring one or two in case they How have much is collector. Nobby? He's only three. So he's, he's only three. one more himself just buying But you just brought up if they blank my collector. Oh, no, so or just if if they, you, I just said you're putting everything in one... But you're, all your eggs in one basket. But you're and not... It's a, it's a higher cost But thing. you're not if you build your team correctly. And that's why I like stuff like this burn because it, it's going to 
distract my opponent, I think, from my yeah, my they, intended they might, win. They might condition. be trying to focus on yeah. getting rid of the, the and I Harley. Think, I think that's where she yeah. really shines is she distracts she's, from yeah. my intended win yeah. condition. Because she's a win condition in herself right. already, but you can just add slow. Stuff so I'm going to yeah. start to exactly. burn. They're going to worry about the loss of life, and then I'm going to smack them with something else. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, because, and that's what I'm talking about with the shriek. I go down a rabbit hole and I'm going to need a shriek and then I need something to blink their shriek. Yeah. And then I need my man and mask. And all of a sudden half of my team's worried about a shriek. Yeah. Well, in today's, you either have to have multiple win conditions right. or multiple control blinking elements to be able yeah. to counter things. And I think this seems like the way to go would be more win conditions. Yeah. Rather yeah. than try yeah. to, uh, but you could, you could I mean, go the control does, route. You she could does go match well with, shriek. you could go shriek, blob, all these yeah. flex and, yeah, and do the control route. So I don't know which is better, but you it, could go either way. I mean, yeah, if you I, had a feel, I think it partially d- depends on, you know, your play style too. Cause yeah. like I, I tend to be a little bit more of an aggro type mm-hmm. player. So I'd, I'd want to get that combo going, yeah. figure out a way to protect it and then just yeah. start pressuring them. I mean, to, if you had a field of Scarlet Witch, Shriek, uh, Harley Quinn, and Blob. You're and Nobby. Just, who, who did and, they and blank? The, yeah. Right. And right? then you, you're cycling, you're Nobby. You're in a, you've really put your opponent in a bad situation. You've probably captured something. They can't reroll their actions. You've blanked something and you're just pinging yeah. them for one every turn. You're also gaining life, which I think is why uh, Harley Quinn is so good because you, it's a, it's a, switch of two life basically yeah it's almost a two-point swing instead of one and then you are fielding that knobby as often as you can and you're just and then you just sit there you know you you wait and if you can do it with collector so that's which sounds crazy but you end up with five villains in the field but if you've managed it correctly it's not that difficult too because you're playing control and then because what else are you going to use your energy for you don't and then each Everything's turn, there, you know? yeah. and then each turn you're paying one for a Navi and dealing yep. five yeah. damage yeah. on my turn and your turn. So I know we haven't loss. talked about basic actions, but if we're doing all villain villainous team, pack, you've got to play villainous, villainous pack. pack. Oh, I villainous love villainous pack oh. and uh, the outsider and the outsider yep. to, to give them buff. So if you do have to attack or something with some of these, yeah. you can and, buff them. and that outsider can help you field stuff. Yeah, too. Yeah, I, I mean yeah. it's not the most efficient, so I wouldn't make it. But it works. But been, if you need to, you could you if, could use if, it. Yeah. If you totally KT it sometimes, <laughs> that outsider. Well, if you can if you can thin your bag and know you're going to be drawing stuff, uh, I think it could work. The the outsider was reprinted, right? I'm yeah, not yeah, crazy. yeah. Okay, it was in the Wire? Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. The uncommon Razal Ghoul from Batman also has a nice when active it's your opponent may not declare any non-villain character dice as attackers unless they pay one energy that you know it's not as good as the frost giant from the yeah that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it so, also has the lose the villain affiliation so what's the what's the counter that you would really need to worry about is it just blanking um yeah because globals i mean force attacks What's the defense I, I, I mean, on some of these? So it, say, would Overcrush be Say kind of a if weakness? for some reason your opponent plays Ronan the Accuser, the uncommon, you know, seven cost <laughs> bolt, when fielded KO all opposing villain dice, that, that could do it. Or I think there's a Thanos that makes all other villains. Oh, villains. yeah. I think, I think, <laughs> but those are really like, how often are you going to see people? If, play if those? someone brings the Batman, they could just re roll your whole team. Yeah. Because you're all, you've got a bunch of. And actually, the Green Mile might be a problem for you to decide what four, three characters you keep out. I think speed would be the biggest 
like this is a such a slow burn type of team that you're gonna have to worry about someone coming just in just coming in with twenty sidekicks. Yeah, what do you, you do if you don't roll her that cheap thing really fast and they just have this really fast mm-hmm. team that's just crushing you? You'd have to you'd have to have some little block. I mean, you can get Blob out pretty quick and he's a he's a good blocker, but I yeah. think I played in an event, this is golden, so this was a while ago. I played the Lissa Drack, Harley Quinn, Hush, and a Batman making global. Why didn't you just stick it? Oh, and Black, Black Manta, Manta too. That was the other thing. <laughs> yeah, I forgot dirty, that piece. Man. So basically, it was just <laughs> it was really fast burn. <laughs> I think I put momentum on there, so I was fielding. What would you use to KO him? I would. Well, make no, something hush, global. Hush, hush, oh, because you would just yeah. automatically. So you the make, you don't want you to make something a, a bad character, and then you field. Which, by the way, Black Manta if is completely <laughs> broken in a lot of the stuff today. But you you can field those those hush. You're prepping, dying. You're dealing like four damage each turn. Yeah, throw the cube on there too. Sure, why not? Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> on our next eleventh card, though, the rare cosmic though, cube. <laughs> even though the cube doesn't actually work with Harley Quinn, yeah. but, but the rest of it. But is. it works with yeah. We got sidetracked with <laughs> yeah. uh, Black Manta. So, All right, Black so, Manta could be very broken right yep. now. Yeah. So, so Chris, I hope this gives you an idea of the build teams because I lost count of how many teams we put together. So lots hope, of good options. Yeah. Hopefully, there's one that will fit your play style. Um, let us know what you end up putting together, and if you guys are at home, built this amazing Harley. Quinn team that we don't know about um, shoot us an email doubleburst at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page facebook.com forward slash doubleburst or just let us know which what do you like better do you like the OP Harley Quinn or do you like the Batman Harley Quinn I'm, I'm, cu- I'm curious to see the, the distribution for and, that and help us fill up our list for future brewing buddies yep yeah and of course we always are looking for brewing buddies just make sure you mention it's for brewing buddies or we may just help you brew in the message and then it doesn't make it to air. <laughs> so, um, guys, thank you so much. And again, thank you for coming on Black Friday and hanging out and being able to record another episode of the Double Burst Podcast. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. What do you guys think about the Super Rare Ring? And have you used traps yet? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe, and cool player resources. Make sure you check out the KO Kings Etsy shop at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash KO Kings Corner for all your custom Dice Master needs. He has cool dice bags and cool dust custom cards you can check. So etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash KO Kings Corner. Big thanks to everybody who listens to the show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends. May your dice rolls be ever in your favor.